Welcome back to All I Have Is This. If you're a returning listener, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I've only got a couple of you. Um, I'm not looking to make any money off of this podcast, but uh, it does feel good that uh, at least somebody's been listening at least a little bit. Um, and I'm hoping that if you are listening that you're able to draw from some of my experiences and maybe if you're someone who's suffering in in any way, you can, uh, hopefully this will, um, maybe encourage you to get help if you need it or to change, uh, some things in your life that you think may be negatively affecting you. Uh, or if, if uh, nothing else, to let you know that you're not the only person that deals with the things you deal with. And if we relate on a any kind of a level, uh, then uh, that's kind of why I'm doing this in hopes that it reaches basically anybody. Um, if you have never listened before, basically what I do here is I have been, uh, I basically talk about anything that I want to. And, yeah, it's been a lot of mental health stuff here at the beginning. I feel very strongly about mental health, excuse me, about mental health awareness. And uh, I think that there's been, it's not like people aren't aware that people have mental issues. Um, but. I guess I'm just doing my part, which may mean nothing, but it means something to me. So if you're a first time listener, thanks for tuning in. Hope you can take something away from it. And if uh, you're a returning listener, thank you very much. And um, I hope to keep you around at least long enough for you to get better. Or if you just are someone who doesn't need to get better but just likes listening, thanks for that too. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, I'm not making any money off of this. If uh, you are a returning listener and the past uh, few podcasts have sounded better, that's because I went ahead and broke out the old uh, microphone and hooked it up to the computer. And I'm now doing this with an actual setup Instead of in my car driving down the road on my cell phone. Now, that makes for easier listening and it and it makes me sound, well, probably worse actually because there's nothing, no road noise to drown out the sound of my uh, very nasally voice. But it's better quality. That doesn't mean that I won't be using the cell phone anymore while driving down the road because sometimes thing come, things come to me and I just want to record right then and that's what I'll do. Uh, today we're going to talk about my a little bit of my history and how I live and some of my fears as it pertains to head trauma and concussions. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and get into it.
Okay, so let's talk about uh, first about just some my uh, I guess my introduction to head trauma. As from football, as probably most young men are. Um, I don't remember. I remember the first time that I had a diagnosed concussion. I, I, I vaguely remember how it happened. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, there's obviously, I don't remember everything verbatim because the first diagnosed concussion I have, uh, I had, uh, came basically by way of knockout. We were playing football, just some friends, basically just playing lot ball. Uh, no pads, no helmets, just being kids, playing football, obviously playing tackle and trying to knock the shit out of each other. And um, I, I very, I think that this is my memory. Uh, and I've said in a previous podcast, I can't really trust my memory. But I think that this is what I remember. And then from what I uh, have been told from friends, I haven't talked to anybody in years about it. Um, but the, what I think happened was my buddy, uh, caught a, we were playing and I was playing defense and the pass, they threw a pass to him and he, he caught the ball. And as he caught the ball, I went to wrap his legs up and, uh, so I basically, I like grabbed him around the waist and went to go like drag him down. And then my other buddy came in really, really hard and to basically clean up the shot. Because we were playing ball, you know, we weren't bullshitting. And what happened was he, when he hit the uh, ball carrier, his hip, uh, I think, hit me on the top of the head. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. 90% sure. And when he did, it was lights out. Now, I don't remember being hit. Uh, that's what I was told. Uh, I think that's what I was told happened. Um, uh, I, I, didn't, I don't remember any really feeling pain or anything like that, because uh, it was pretty much as soon as the, you know, contact was made, I was gone. So the good thing is there wasn't a whole lot of pain, at least at that moment. Uh, the, what I do remember is, uh, another buddy at some point, I don't remember how long they said it was like two minutes or five minutes or something like that. Some like a scary long time that I was out just completely out cold on the ground. I wish there was a video of it, but you know, we were kids and this was back before cell phone cameras got so dang good. But, um, I remember him picking me up and I was slumped over uh, just kind of like my arms dangling. And I was looking at the grass. I, I do remember looking at the grass and I distinctly remember them saying, hey, are you okay? Hey, get up, get up, get up. And uh, I, I remember saying, uh, my buddy dropped me. Basically, just he didn't drop me. He put me down uh, at when they, once they realized it was super serious. And uh, I, I remember kind of like crawling around on the ground very vaguely. That's that's pretty fuzzy, but I distinctly remember saying, give me some minutes, give me some minutes, give me some minutes. And uh, you, 
I was saying, give me some minutes because in my head, I couldn't figure out what to say. I, I didn't know the words. You know, I need some time. Give me a minute. Give me a second. Hold up. Just, just wait. Anything. What came out of my mouth, give me some minutes. Give me some minutes. And that's all I could say. I remember at that moment being very, very scared because I, I, I couldn't get the words out. That I knew that those were not the right words. I knew that. Uh, but I didn't know what words to use. I, I didn't. It was like I, was, I didn't know the words at all. I didn't know words. You know, all those was the only words I knew. So uh, I remember. I vaguely remember asking a couple of the buddies, hey, what happened? Did we win? Are we winning? Did we win? What happened? And apparently as I'm asking, did we win? They're still playing. I was just walking up and down the sideline. Well, this was back in. I, geez, I don't even remember. I mean, this was back probably mm, sophomore year, maybe freshman year, something like that. And um, I think it was sophomore year. And I remember they they didn't call. No one called nine one one. No one said, hey, you need to get medical attention. In fact, I, I asked them, I was in my truck and we were teenagers and I said, hey, can someone, because I, I did not feel, I knew something was seriously wrong. And I said, hey, can someone drive me home? And everybody was like, no, we ain't, no. And the reason was is because uh, a few months earlier, my mom sued one of my friend's moms because my buddy wrecked my truck. And nobody wanted to touch it because they're afraid that if they wrecked, then I guess my mom would sue them. Well, so nobody would drive me home. So I was seriously concussed. Could not walk straight, could not see straight. Got in my truck and started driving home. It wasn't until I got about maybe two to three miles down the road that I finally realized I'm going the wrong way. So I made a turn and, and I, this is all very vague. I just, I, I, I got, I gotta say, I don't remember all of this to be a hundred percent accurate. I know that I went the wrong way because my buddy told me and has told me a number of times since then, yeah, you did go the wrong way. What I think happened was I went a couple miles down the road and then ended up taking back roads home because I realized I was going the wrong way. But anyways, I did make it home safe. Uh, I had been dating a girl around that time period. And I remember calling um, a friend... Uh, and asking her, they're telling her, hey, something's not right. Uh, we were playing ball and I got hit real hard and I don't feel right. And I, I was really queasy and I was throwing up and uh, getting kind of tired too. You know, I didn't really think much of that part. My head didn't really hurt too much, but I did have, I had a bit of a headache, but it wasn't horrible. Uh, and she was like, hey, that sounds like a concussion. And I was like, 
Huh. Because I've heard the word concussion. I've heard of people getting concussions. I've never, I've never had a serious one uh, until that day. And I was asking this friend of mine, hey, am I dating anyone? Because oh, I, I, I didn't know. Because I remember that I'd had a couple of girlfriends uh, in kind of a close time period you know, I was dating one girl for a while and then uh, we broke up and then a month or two later I started dating another girl. So relatively close, but I didn't know who I was dating or if I was dating or what. And she goes, no, you and your girlfriend broke up, you know, however long ago. And I was like, oh, what do I do? And, you know, and, and she told me you got to go to the doctor probably. And, and I said, okay. And so I hung up the phone and I, nobody was home but me. I was home alone. Uh, parents were out of town. No, nah, they weren't out of town. They were they were in the big city, and uh, they had gone shopping or whatever for Christmas, I think, actually. And so I called them and they, hey, something's not right. Uh, I got hit and I don't feel right and I'm throwing up. And my friend says she thinks I have a concussion. My mom and dad, okay, we're on the way. And they got there, and uh, when they got there, then this part I don't I don't know to be hundred percent true. This is how I tell the story when I tell it to people, uh, because this is what I think I might remember, but I also could be wrong. But it makes the story more interesting. Whether it's true or not, it's really irrelevant. Uh, to be honest, I think what happened was they walked in. I know I was on the ground in the bathroom. I don't know if I was asleep or if I was awake, but I, I kind of feel, I don't remember it. I, I kind of feel like I was probably passed out and that's where they found me. And I do remember my, my father picking me up off of the ground in the bathroom and I was in there cause I just got done puking in the toilet. So, uh, I couldn't walk. Um, I was able to, to walk before that, but at, but after he picked me up, for some reason, my legs just weren't working. And I couldn't, I, I felt like I was even more gone at this point than I, I had previously been. And when we, he, he basically carried me out to the truck, threw me in the truck because I was in, I was in bad shape. I was scared. I, I'm sure they were scared. I haven't asked them, but I'm sure they were. Uh, took me to the the hospital, and we go inside. And I remember on the way in, uh, I started to kind of come to a little bit more. And he tried to grab me to walk me in, and I was like, "Oh, I'm good, I'm good." And I started to walk in, and then I <laughs> basically uh, started to fall over. He caught me, thank God, I didn't fall and hit my head again. Uh. And then he basically carried me inside. Side note, if you're ever concussed, don't take it upon yourself, no matter what, to walk. If you can't do it, if you're not on stable legs, let people help you. Because the worst thing that can happen is you fall and bop your head again while you're already concussed. That's probably not a good thing to happen, you know? 
And luckily he caught me and I didn't fall down again. Luckily I didn't wreck my truck and die. A lot of luck. My dog's sleeping. She's making noises behind me. If she gets loud enough, I hope you can hear her. Um, <laughs> I hope she, I hope that's it. It's probably not picking it up, but I hope it is. So, you know, we do the whole hospital thing, and they're, yeah, you got a concussion. Well, they said it was mild, and I was like, this ain't mild. This is, and it was not mild. By today's standard, that was by then standards. By today's standard, it would have been a major concussion. I, I ended up missing three weeks of any athletic uh, training or events or workouts or anything. I couldn't do anything for three weeks. And I remember I had a coach who I loved to death, and I, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, if he ever finds out somehow one in a billion chance that I do this podcast, he'll know who he is. And he, if he hears us, he knows who he is. Luckily, he, he, he actually really gave a shit about the students and the, and the athletes. He didn't just care about winning and losing. He actually cared about us. And I, I remember during, it was like week two and I was feeling pretty good. You know, you can walk around after a concussion and feel good. It just takes time to recover. Um, and, I went and got up under a bench press bar and it was lightweight. It was something like 50 pounds, you know, it was, or 60, whatever it was. It was the bar with a couple of little bitch weights on. I picked it up off the rack. He just happened to walk in at that time and he yells, rack the weight. So anyways, he said, I, I'm sorry, I had to edit that because I just said my name which I'm trying not to do. So I had to edit out my name and uh, we'll pick up now. So anyways, coach says, Hey, rack the weight yells at me to rack the weight. So I didn't even get one rep in and I racked the weight. And, and because of that, I didn't get to work out for three weeks because I knew that he was watching and thank God he had the foresight because if I'd have been lifting even that, that light weight, there's no telling what might've happened. If you, you know, if you exert yourself too much while you're recovering, you don't have to hit your head. It, you can set yourself back and bad things can happen. So, Thank God, you know, or thank coach, right? Um, so that was my first major concussion, and it was it was bad enough that it it it, uh, it shook me, and, and and but it didn't really. At that time, people, you know, I wasn't really scared of further concussions. I I did kind of know. I didn't know a lot about them, but I did kind of know that, okay, it might be easier to get in concussions now. Um, but I wasn't really worried about it. I was, you know, young and dumb. So now that being my first major concussion, that, that, that wasn't my first concussion ever. Because what we know now about, and I don't know a lot. I just know a little bit of, I've done a little bit of research. Like I said, I've kind of a jack of all trades, but at the lowest level possible. So I know a little bit about a, a lot of things. And I've, I, when I mean a little bit, I mean a little bit. Um, the little bit of, of research that I've done, and I may be wrong on some of this. Again, I'm not an expert. Uh, even those little small hits that you take can, can, can lead to little concussions that a little like that you don't even really recognize that you have. And the, the brain trauma that you get over 
over time just from those little shots. They, they, I think they're starting to say that like linemen in football are more the, – the little shots they take every play are worse than like a quarterback getting a big one, you know. And I, I played linebacker and I played running back and I was on the kickoff team. I was on the kick return team. And I was on special teams for the most part uh, on both sides of the ball. So basically, I was the Iron Man guy, and I went both ways all the time, all the way up until probably sophomore year. And freshman year, I dialed it back, but I still was going both ways. And I and I played kickoff and kick return my whole whole football junior high to high school never played in college i'm definitely wasn't ever good enough even though i might have thought i was but so there's no there's no telling how many concussions i actually had i know that i've been rocked a whole bunch you know when you get like a stinger and you you, you i remember one time i was in seventh grade and we were playing a, a a team and they had some pretty big dudes and their running back was really big well i met this dude in the a gap and he rung my freaking bell and he hit me so hard. I took him down. I, you know, I took the shot and wrapped his legs up, and I, I did make the tackle. He got like a yard, you know, because he, he got past me at the line. But I, I took him down, made the, made the play, got up, and I'm the leader of the defense. I was the, the middle linebacker, so I'm calling the plays. Well, I told my buddy, because he knows all the signals and stuff because we switch off positions. I said, hey, bro. You're taking my spot. Well, you, you figure it out. And he put me in his position. He took my spot. He called the play. And he took care of me. And th that was third down. And we went off the field. And he carried me. He basically held my hand to get me off the field. And we didn't let the coaches know anything was wrong. And, you know, uh, the next by the next uh, series – I, I wasn't playing running back in this game. By the next series, I was good to go. I went back out, played linebacker. Okay. And um, so that, I remember that happening. Uh, there was a lot of other times that stuff like that would happen. And you just kind of would keep going. You know, you get your neck slap, snap back and get that whiplash or whatever, what we used to call whiplash. Uh, or, you know, someone buries their shoulder into the dead center of your chest and your neck cranks all sideways and stuff. And your what we know now is your brain's banging around inside your skull and doing damage. So, I mean, there's no telling how many, and, and then on the kickoffs and kick returns, I mean, you're just full speed down the field and boom, as hard as you can into somebody. So there's no telling how many actual concussions I've had, but, what I do know for a fact is that it has absolutely affected me. Uh, I do feel like e even even though I don't really remember a whole lot, I think that it's it's hurt my memory because I do have some issues remembering stuff sometimes. Even if I like write down stuff for this podcast, if I don't, and this is why I don't write stuff down because I won't look at it or I'll forget it at, right after I look at it. If I'm reading something, sometimes I have to read it two, three, four times before I can, can commit it to memory. 
And so, yeah, I think that it's affected my memory. Uh, it's hurt me in like pronunciation of words. I think sometimes in, in, in finding the words to, to say, that's why I'm saying, um, a lot, uh, you know, and, or that's why I stutter a little bit is I don't have a stutter. I wasn't born with a stutter. I never developed a stutter. The reason I stutter is because I'm trying to talk and I'm trying too fast and my brain, it can't keep up with my mouth. I, I think that's the only way I can describe it. And the words are not forming and I, I'm searching for the words. And sometimes I just completely forget words, you know, it, it, sometimes I use the complete wrong word, knowing that that's not the word. It's like, and it sounds stupid, you know, uh, what else? I get headaches, you know, uh, not probably, I don't get migraines and they're not, a lot of times it's not too bad, but I do get headaches. More than probably, not a whole lot more, but more than normally people probably do, I think. Um, other things, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, all the little little shots and stuff that, you know, they built up over time. I, I do think that it's probably contributed to my, de my depression issues and some of my mental health issues. Because, uh, you know, the, with the CTE thing, I, I probably think that I've probably got a little bit of that CTE going on inside the brazane, inside the old cranium. I, I would like my brain to be studied because all I did, I played with the exception of one concussion. All of mine came from junior high and high school football. And there's no telling how many I had. Uh, I've had two diagnosed in my life. The second one I'll tell you about here in just a minute, but there's no tell, telling how many I, I've actually had and how much trauma my brain's actually had. You know, I've done all kinds of stuff that has hurt my head. And so I would like one day for it to be studied if whenever I do go. Uh, not that I want to die, but when I die, I want I want my brain to be studied. Um, that's another reason that I'll never kill myself because if I ever were going to kill myself, I'd have to shoot myself in the head because I can't shoot myself in the heart. Cause that just looks like it would hurt too fucking much. And, uh, that, so I'll never be shooting myself. Uh -oh. A little bit of a morbid joke for everybody. Ha 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 ha. Let's all laugh. It's funny. Uh, so let's see, let's, we'll talk about the second diagnosed concussion I got. And this was years later. Uh, I was on a, yeah, a motorcycle I used to own. And a buddy of mine, I had just got back from a two-week vacation. And this was my, you know, I was getting ready to go back to work. Uh, that night, I was going to go back to work. And he said, hey, let's go ride. Or actually, it was the day before work that I was going back to work. And my buddy said, hey, let's go ride. And I was like, all right, yeah, dude, let's go ride. Well, I'll get in a quick ride with you or, and... Uh, that's what's up, you know, nice way to end a vacation with a nice motorcycle ride. We didn't even get out of town. I ended up laying the bike down. I wasn't wearing a helmet because it was a cruiser and I didn't like, I don't like helmets on cruisers, which is why I don't ride cruisers anymore. So it's just not comfortable. Uh, but my front tire got stuck in between two railroad ties because the, the way that it, that the railroad was, was kind of weird and it, and it kind of curves a little bit with the uh, road. So on a car, you're fine, but in, on a, on a, on a motorcycle, you got to really kind of cut it and 
stupid me didn't cut it the way that I was supposed to. And oh, doggy's up. Hey, baby. Go lay down. I'll, I'll be done in a minute. Um, yeah, tire got stuck. I was going probably about, I don't know, 25, 30. So I wasn't even going fast, but uh, a sudden momentum shift. And I went flying. And uh, when I went down, it threw me from the bike. And my head, helmetless head, just cracked the concrete or the asphalt and hard. You always think that you're going to be able to control your fall until you're actually going down. Then you can't control anything. And I went down and it hurt so bad. Had a headache, couldn't think straight. I as Immediately when I hit the ground, I was like, yep, here we go. So I took a minute to gather my thoughts and to make sure that I, I wasn't going to pass out. Because I could already tell the, the side effects were instant. I mean, instantaneous. As soon as I hit my head, I was like concussion symptoms. Started to get dizzy all of a sudden. Started to get queasy already. Um, started sweating because I was nervous and I was scared. And my buddy, who, who I'm not really buddies with anymore, uh, took his time to park his motorcycle and uh, didn't even get off the fucking bike. There was a guy in a truck I remember. That I had, Are you okay? And I just, yep, stuck my th thumb up in the air. Yep, I'm good. You want me to call the ambulance? No, I'm good. I'm good. So my buddy's sitting there on his bike looking at me. You good? You good? And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Well, no, I've got a concussion. So I got up, told him, are you going to fucking help me? And he finally gets off his bike and comes and helps me pick my bike up. He goes, all right, we got, well, you got a dent, but it still runs. Ready? Let's go. I was like, uh, no, dude, I'm going home. Are you kidding me? Come on, you're fine. I was like, no, co no, buddy, I'm not fine. I've got a concussion. And, oh, well, well, come on, dude, it's not bad. Well, you're also not on my head. And so I went home, basically. And then I ended up, nobody was, there's nobody that could drive me because he was being a dick bag. So I had to drive myself back up to the doctor. Luckily, I, the doctor was in town, so I didn't have to go far. Uh, and and I got to say, this this one didn't feel as bad. I didn't get knocked out. I wasn't as woozy. I didn't. I don't even think I threw up. I got I got you know a little bit sick to my stomach, but I don't I don't think I puked at all. I wasn't running a fever, so it, it didn't seem that bad. Um, they did a whole freaking slew of tests and stuff, and they go, okay, you got a mild concussion, and I felt. Truly like, okay, this is just a mild concussion. Called into work. Hey, I'm not coming back. Uh, I know that I was just on vacation, but I was riding the motorcycle, went down, uh, cracked my head. Uh, things ain't right. I can't work. All right. How long do you think you're going to be out? At least a week. I'm being, I'll, I, I got to go back in a week and they're going to check me and, and we'll see, we'll see then. I, there's no telling with these things. And so I go home. And at this time, I was living with a buddy of mine who had two stories. I hate two-story houses. They're nice and big and pretty. I can't stand going upstairs. Well, let's make it worse by dialing in some concussion symptoms. 
all week. I've just tried to stay up in my room because going down the stairs, I, I almost fell. I did fall and caught myself on the, on the railing two or three times when I had to go down to eat. And luckily these friends are not just like my age friends. They're older friends are more, you know, kind of like parents to me. And, um, they took care of me. So it was good. Uh, but doctor gave me some, some drugs and I used the shit out of them. And, uh, you know, a week later I went back to work, but I still, I think I went back early because I still was feeling a little bit weird and I just was not into it at all. Now, what I remember, what, what I know if, after that concussion, I, I do felt like, feel like my symptoms, uh, got worse. My memory and everything got worse after that. And that happened in my adult life. So it wasn't worse. It wasn't as bad as the first one right off the, the bat, but it had longer effects the effects drew out for probably definitely that first week was really bad. Cause I was forgetting names. I, I, I was forgetting stuff that week. And I, after that, I started to kind of get it back, but I still would, you know, I uh, felt the effects of it, headaches and woozy and all that stuff for probably three, four weeks after that. Um, and eventually it, you know, it, it kind of cleared up. I, I, I do still feel like, I don't have balance issues or anything. I'm just, I was never really a balance. So you, you never really had great balance. Like I'm not going to be a ballerina, but, um, I do still have memory issues and stuff. And they're, they're pretty much the same, but I do feel like they probably got a little bit worse. How would I know? You know? Uh, and so those are the two big ones. You know, and then and then however many small ones I had, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. And the all of this makes me really wish that I'd never played football. Knowing what I know, if I'd have known, you know, I mean, I was young and dumb, so I probably would have done it anyways. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit, but you know, we all we all would have taken our chances. But I do wish that. That that's one of my big regrets was just playing the game because I don't know how much I would change. I would just change the injury injuries because football taught me a lot and sports it just taught me a lot about life, you know. And I met some incredible, made some great friends and stuff. But I never, I I, I wish that I didn't have to live with the things that it did to my head. So let's talk a little bit about. Let's talk a little bit about how I how I cope with it, how I deal with it. Um, basically, every day is a challenge. And that doesn't mean I can't function normally like a normal human being. If you were to see me out in out in the public, you would not not know anything about it. But internally, I'm, I'm I'm having a struggle of of brain function, how it's working. Am I remembering correctly? Am I uh, am I fucked up on the way that I'm remembering things? There have been multiple times when I've been telling like a story. Oh, yeah, you remember the time that we did this, that, or the other, and blah blah blah. And then my friends were like, "That's not at all what happened. What are you talking about?" 
And I'm, it does, it's not as dramatic as I'm making it sound, but you know, no, no, bro, that's not happened like this kind of stuff, you know? And it's, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. You know? And there's also been a few times where like, no, dude, you're fucking wrong. I'm right. I know you're wrong. And I'm, and at the end of the day, we've had like a 20 minute argument with a friend and then another friend that was there. No, dude. Yeah. He was where you're wrong, dude. And I'm like, Jesus, really? Huh? Oh, well, okay. Let's move on. You know, I don't really, you know, you, you don't broadcast it. You just kind of move on. But yeah, that's happened to me a bunch of times. And, uh, even, even stuff within, you know, things that you gotta, I gotta learn for work. I, I remember that stuff wrong. And I have to go over it two, three times. You know, when I'm doing something, I always double and triple check it because I know how my brain works. And I know that if, if this is something crucial, I need to check it. I need to check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Because if, because I'll get it wrong. If I do it one time, I'm probably going to screw it up. So I got to go over it all, always, always, I always make sure, you know? Uh, so that's how, kind of how I, I game that, you know, the system of my broken brain. And I, I remember telling, uh, uh, a friend of mine once like, yeah, man, my brain's broke and oh, don't say that. Don't say that. I wish you wouldn't talk about yourself like that. Oh man, I'm just telling the truth. My brain is broken. It's all the, all the hits to the head. I've taken a lot of them. Just like every football player out there has, we've all done it, and and it sucks for all of us. And you know, we've seen too many guys with this problem that have gone off the deep end and you know hurt their family or hurt themselves or or whatever. And I don't want to be that guy. And that's why I'm I'm glad that the whole thing about CTE came out, and I'm glad that Dr. Will Smith made the uh, made the movie, and. Uh, so that, and I, and I got to do a little bit of my own research and study a, a little bit about it so that I could better understand it. And then, uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Also, he has some bad concussion problems and I've listened to his story and, and read his book. Uh, I say read, I listened to his book on, 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 uh, audio tape, audio tape on a, uh, on audible Pfft, audio tape. No one's using tapes anymore. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I listened to his book and it, it kind of helped me enlighten me a little bit too. So that's kind of how I, I try to educate myself about it so that if I see stuff coming or if I, at least maybe I can't change it, but at least I understand that this is what's happening and okay, stop, take a minute and, and let's reflect and you have good days and you have bad days. Sometimes, uh, you know, I had better days. Some days are better than others. And if I'm having a bad day, I'll just, it's frustrating. And sometimes I get really, really angry and that's not, that's no bullshit. Uh, and if I'm having one of those days, I know it. And I know what the, what the call, I know the, the causation, there's no solution as far as I know, but I get through it. I understand it. And I minimize what I do is I minimize the, I try to minimize the chances of me making a mistake uh, on those days. And it seems like there's, I'm having more and more of those days as I get older. And I'm not saying that there's like two, three days a week, but a couple of times a year, this will happen. It's just happening a little slightly more. So I'm hoping that this doesn't lead to some sort of, you know, dementia or something in the future, although it might. Uh, but, I, I would like to maybe get that studied too. 
you can't get CTE diagnosed as far as I know, without them taking your brain out of your head. I think they're starting to be able to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get my brain studied. Uh, so that's kind of how I, how I, how I deal. Uh, I always carry aspirin on me. I don't, actually, I prefer Motrin. I carry Motrin on me at all times. Um, well, 90% of the time, because obviously not everywhere, but it's always within reach. And, or I can just go to the store if I absolutely have to. It's not a big deal. Um, because if I do start to get a headache and pop a couple and, you know, give it a little while and you'll feel a little bit better. Usually it takes me getting some sleep to get rid of it. The, the Motrin doesn't really stop it all the time, but you do what you can, right? Um, yeah, so I just recognize it, and I've done some studying on it a little bit. I've just educated myself a little bit on it. And again, I'm by no means am I an expert on this stuff, and and I shouldn't. I'm not diagnosing myself with anything, um, but uh, that's just how I feel my experience has been. And I know there's people out there with the same experience, and maybe it helps you to hear me say it. You know, to know that you're not the only one. Okay. Watch what watch the Dr. Will Smith movie. Good movie. Very good movie. Um so let's talk about uh let's talk about some of my fears going forward then. Because that's kind of where I want to end this thing off at. And I've got about seven more minutes, six more minutes before the old anchor app cuts me off. It only lets me record 30 minutes at a time. I don't like it, but I like it because it makes me limit the time that I'm, you know, talking. Um, this one's going to be a little bit longer because I cut it. And uh, anyways, I'm rambling. Some fears that I have in, in, for the future. Uh, the depression, obviously. Um, I, I just got over a big bout of depression. Uh, I, and I'm still probably not all the way over it. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm still cycling out. Like I said before, it's cyclical. I'm still cycling out, but I do feel a lot better than I did. I do think that that my brain brain trauma has the physical brain trauma has had a lot to do with that. And uh, there's some mental stuff too that's happened, some uh, psychological stuff, I guess I should say that, that's happened, and that you know it's just kind of stuck in there too. Uh, but I do think a big part of it is the is the just the trauma from all the just the bashing my head into the freaking random things all the time or people. Uh, so I'm afraid that that's going to get worse, which is a big reason why I want to try out some medication to see if that, uh, see if it can help. And I, I feel like I'm the kind of person that if I start trying it out and it, and it starts having a super negative effect on me, I'll be able to recognize it and I'll just go to my doctor and say, okay, I'm not going to do it. I was better off before. So I'm afraid of that. And I'm afraid of the medication too, because if it does have negative effects on me, I don't want to fucking snap on somebody that doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean? Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Maybe all these filler words. I use a lot of filler words because I'm stupid. Um, what other fears, fears do I have? I, I, I'm, I'm afraid of getting another one for sure. Another serious one or even another little one. Um, I'm, I'm susceptible and I, I ride motorcycles a lot. So I'm, I'm afraid that if I go down and even if I have a helmet on and I bump my head that I'll, get another one. Uh, that's probably my, you know, I've had all, all kinds of injuries. I've had surgeries and, and 
things of that nature. And the scariest ones are all, have always been concussions. Uh, the other ones I'm okay with, I can deal with, fix it. If it's a tendon or whatever, we'll get it fixed and we'll move on with our life. It'll take, it suck for a little while, but that's, it's fine. You know, um, but my, I'm, I'm afraid that I'll get another one. And I'm afraid that one day I might get one that I don't recover from because I'm so far along in, in this concussion journey. Uh, I'm afraid, and I don't know if it even works this way, I'm afraid that since there's already been such uh, so much damage done, and I say so much, uh, by no means has there been an, as much as, say, like John Elway, a dude, or, 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 you know, whatever, you name it. Name the quarterback that's got his ass beat on the football field a bunch of times, right? Uh, I'm not saying that I'm the worst off. I'm just this is my experience, so please don't think that, you know, I'm you know, I'm not getting in a contest with anybody. I'm just going to tell you my experience. If you don't like it, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that I'll hit my head one time and, you know, it'll be bad enough to, to take me down whether it be something that put me in a, just like a permanent coma or just flat out kills me. You know, I think I'm pretty healthy and I think my brain's pretty relatively healthy considering. So I, I don't think I run that risk too much, but I am kind of scared of it. What else am I scared of? I'm scared of, uh, the, you know, the brain diseases, name them, hitting me early and, taking me out while I'm still here. That's probably my biggest one. I don't want that to happen. You know, I want to be able to know who I'm talking to, remember who, you know, remember my loved ones and all that until the day that I die. And I, I'm very, very scared that this, that the brain trauma that I've had is going to cut my life on earth short. You know, that's a big, big fear of mine. Um, uh, what else? I'm, I'm afraid that if I have a son, that he'll want to play football. And I'm afraid that, that I'll let him. Because I do believe that it's a dangerous sport, but it taught me so much. And if I do have a son and, and he wants to play, I can't imagine, you know, I'll... I'll I don't know what I'll do because I'm not there, but I can't imagine I'll just say flat out no because I don't believe in that. I believe that if you want to play, you should be able to play. Uh, I don't want my kid to play ball, though. I'd rather him play baseball. I'd rather him play basketball. You know, do sports, but stay away from your... <laughs> Given my genes, you're going to be super athletic, buddy, but you're not going to be, you ain't going to the NFL. We're not big enough. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of break, so I'm up against the clock and I want to continue. So I'm going to do another segment here and then I'll continue. All right, I'm back. Um, sorry about that. Like I said, it's only 30 minute time slots and I can add it all up and put it all into one. This is going to be a bit of a long episode. I obviously got a lot to say about this subject and I may 
have another one because I've got a lot more that I can probably talk about. Uh, so sticking with fears, uh, like I said, fear that my, if I have a son, he'll want to play, uh, play football. I don't want that to happen. It taught me a lot, but I don't want my kid to suffer the way that I do. Uh, my nephews, I don't want them to play, even though a couple of them did, uh, they didn't play at the same level that I did. They love them to death. Uh, but one of them, I think played one year and then he got out. He does other things, uh, Taekwondo and stuff. So he can get kicked in the head, but he doesn't get kicked in the head a whole lot. So hopefully he won't. But um, I had a couple other nephews that played, and they didn't really play at a high level. They were they were B teamers, um, unfortunately for them, uh, or fortunately, I guess you could say, as I was an A teamer pretty much the whole time. And not only that, I was team captain, and, I, and so I got in there and I freaking stuck my head in there and went through a lot uh what other fears do i have dealing with head head inch head head that's one right there that's one of my fears right there i say i just got tongue-tied i'm afraid and and i don't know that this to be true but i'm afraid that 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 is why i get that way because i've been hit so damn much and it's frustrating i'm getting frustrated now that that it's happening i'm trying to record this goddamn podcast I can't talk. I can't get the. There's a lot of things that are inside of my head. And I know what I want to say. And I know the point that I want to get across. But when I'm starting to try to explain it, I can't do it. And that's the most frustrating thing in the world. And I've, I, I will break down in the middle of a conversation sometimes because I can't get my goddamn point across. And it's it just pisses me off. And I, I wish that. I wish that I, I I could, I wish I could do it a lot better than I do it now. And I'm sure that there's people out there that feel this way, because I know a few of them. And if you're listening to this and you feel that way, send me a freaking message and we can talk about it. Because fuck, man, I'm mad right now just, just because of that. It's annoying as shit, I gotta say. At the very least, it's annoying. Um, I'm afraid that that one day maybe the CTE takes hold. I'm afraid that I won't go to the doctor and that and that I'll be making decisions that I'm not really in control of. That my brain will be making these decisions to hurt people. I don't want to hurt people. As I sit here right now, no way I would ever hurt anybody that didn't deserve hurting. Okay? And I don't want to do that. But I feel that my brain has already has already compromised me in certain situations with certain people that I care about. And, and I've said things and done things that I, that I really regret saying and doing. And, and I, I don't feel like I made those decisions fully. I feel like there's something else, something going on upstairs that's broken. And it basically, my brain just made those decisions for me. And I'm afraid that one day that it'll be a decision that, that I, something bad enough that you can't take back. I don't want that to ever happen. And, and I don't think it'll ever happen, but, but neither did any of these NFL guys that it happened to, that they studied 
their brains and found that they had severe CTE. They had brains of 80-year-old men, 90-year-old men, whatever. Junior Seau shot himself in the fucking heart. Severe CTE. You know? Um, so I'm, I, I'm afraid that I'll, I'll at some point become one of those guys and I don't want to. And I, I, I know that they're probably doing it. I just haven't seen the studies, but I hope that they're studying these kids that are, that are playing football that, that die from whatever. I hope that somebody out there, when their son dies, the worst thing in the world that happens, and, and I know that, and I'm not being cynical, but I hope that some of these people are, are donating their children to science, their children's brains to science. I, I hope that, and I don't know if I could do it. I don't. I'm not a father. But I hope that someone someone out there is strong enough to be able to do that so that more research can be done. Because I, as much research as they're doing, I still think that we we are we don't know what we don't know yet. And we're as as a whole, we're not we're not doing our fair share of reading up on the stuff that's going on. And, and I'm very guilty of that. And every, I, I, every now and then I look into it and I haven't looked into it for a while. And I'm going to very soon. I don't think we're at a point where enough has been done yet. And I know it's destroying the game of football. And it sucks because I love seeing those big collisions and, and all that stuff too. But what I see now, what I saw before, was someone will go down, ear hole somebody, knock them clean the fuck out. Good hit. Strong hit. That player, whoever it was, Junior Seau, knocking the shit out of people. You know, you get excited, jump up, woo, yeah, scream. It's great. But what I see now is someone run down the field, ear hole somebody, dude goes down, and I say that motherfucker needs to be ejected from the game because he could have just ended that kid's life or that man's life. What I see now is people getting hurt, severely, severely hurt. And, and to the degree uh, to, to that they don't even understand, they don't know how badly they're hurt. They just know they have a concussion. Because a lot of these guys aren't even paying attention to, to, to what, you know, you can sit them in a, in a hall and talk to them for hours, and a lot of them aren't listening to shit. So, uh. I'm hoping, uh, yeah. So I hope that someone out there is, has been, and, and there will continue to be people that are strong enough to do that. And uh, as sad as that is, and I don't trust me, I don't want children to die. But the the harsh fact of of life is that they do. And I hope that people can be some people. And I I would never say that that you should do this. I I just hope that some people can take it upon themselves and go ahead and make that happen, you know, because I think, I think it'll further because it'll, it'll help us understand what, what's happening in the adolescent brain as well as what's happening in the, in the adult brain. And I, I think the two uh, are not mutually exclusive. I think that it, they have a lot to do with each other, 
I think that if we know the level of damage that is happening to kids versus the level of damage that's happening to an adult brain, we can do a lot better at protecting our, our children and protecting people, you know? Um, are there any other fears that I have? I don't know. That pretty much covers it. I'm sure that there's stuff I'm leaving out and that I'll probably co cover in a further in a uh, later episode. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's a scary thing, and it's a scary thing to think just to think about. And I there's been many nights when I've been laying in bed thinking about it, you know, and a lot of lonely nights too that I'm sitting here wondering if. Do I feel this way because I, because my brain is hurt, or is there some other reason? Is this normal, or is my my head just broken? Like, is my head just so broken that it's making me feel this way? And I don't know the answers, and I should probably try to get some answers. And I, and, and I'm hoping that I will. I'm hoping that I will uh, at some point. Therapy's expensive. Can only afford so many sessions a year, you know, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know really where to go from there, uh, like I said, this is a bit of a long episode, I apologize, there's been a few breaks, uh, I'm gonna have to do some editing, because I said my name, like an idiot, uh, in the first part of it, so I'm gonna have to edit that out, and then, um, then I'll post it, you know, it'll be posted, and I'm trying to be pretty upfront because I want this all to be long form and, and without a whole bunch of ed edits and cuts and jumps because I, I don't, I think it's important to, for people to listen to long form stuff. I think we're, we have short attention spans, which is why I'm trying to keep it to 30 minutes. But uh, I also think those short attention spans have really hurt us in our generation. And uh, I think we can do better. So I'm trying to be pretty transparent. What I am editing out of this video is just there's a part where I said my name. I'm going to edit that out, and that's the only thing I'm editing out. Anything that identifies me, I'm, I bookmark it, and I edit it out. So that's basically all I'm doing. Um, I don't think there's anything else I have for right now. I'll probably cover this again at some point. And if there's any talking points on this subject specifically, or if you have a shared experience, uh, send me a voice message on Anchor. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm. Just find my podcast. Uh, all I have is this podcast. Uh, or use the Anchor app on your on your Android or, or your iPhone. And uh, send me a voice message if you've got any 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 other just completely different topics that you want me to talk about, or if there's something you want me to address, uh, a specific topic within the world of concussions that you want me to talk about. Uh, if you have any questions for me or, or whatever, any suggestions for me, if you have any advice for me for, for the things that you've listened to, what I'm dealing with, uh, definitely uh, send me a voice message on Anchor. I don't have social media set up for this. I probably won't get social media set up for this unless there's like a calling for it. I don't like social media. Uh, I'm in my personal life. I have social media, but I pretty much deleted all of it. 
Uh, the only reason I'm on Facebook anymore is because I like buying fucking motorcycles and that's the best place. One of the best places to find motorcycles now. So, um, yeah, please send me some voice messages or whatever and, uh, help me further this conversation. Cause it's, it sometimes can be difficult to think of things to talk about. I'm not a very small man. Um, and I think that's, that's it for concussions, at least for right now. So for today, uh, thank you all for listening. If you didn't listen all the way through, completely understand. Uh, if you did listen all the way through, appreciate you. I appreciate you either way. And for all those out there that aren't even listening at all and know that I don't, don't even know that I exist. I appreciate you as well because you make the world go around just as much as anyone else does. Um, thank you for listening for now. All I have is this.